So we, we did this moving up ceremony this morning, and in some ways, some people are probably like, why are you doing that? But really what it comes down to is we can get so focused on where we want to go and what we want to see accomplished in our life or whatever that we can miss out on little thing, little victories that we need to celebrate. So that's part of the reason that we wanted to celebrate each of those kids moving up is because it's a victory and it's a place where they've grown. So kind of along those lines, that's kind of part of the reason that we do testimonies too. Some churches do testimonies every Sunday. We don't usually do them every Sunday, but we want to also make time for people to be able to praise the Lord for what he has done in their life. Um, so last Sunday we were going to do some camp testimonies, and then today we were going to do some general testimonies. But then last Sunday that ended up not panning out. The Lord had other stuff he wanted to do. And so we went along with that, and that was great. Um, so we're going to have some camp testimonies and just some general testimonies. So if you had a testimony that you wanted to share, I would ask you just to kind of make your way up to the front row just so we don't have to kind of wait around for you when the, t when the time comes. And we might not be able to get to everybody because of time. And if we end up not being able to get to a testimony that you wanted to share, that's okay. We'll try and find another time where we can do that, okay? So we're going to, first Jeff is going to share a testimony. Okay. Oh, hot mic. Uh, speaking of moving up and celebrating victories, Alyssa and I are expecting our second child in March. So... To, not, to make that more than just an announcement, that actually is a testimony. Uh, I've seen God's faithfulness in my life. Um, specifically, I had longed for a family for a decade, and um, then he finally brought Alyssa to this church, and uh, it's just been great to see what God has done in me uh, through that process of becoming a husband and a father. Um, I think he's hitting on things in my life that he wouldn't have in any other way. And so uh, I've been really encouraged to see that God has you know, been looking out at, for me through that whole time. So uh, anyway, we're excited and we're celebrating for the beginning of March. Hi. I went to senior camp in June, and my counselor was Mira. She was great. It was really fun. And I heard from God a lot that week. I think it's um, my favorite thing about camp is that worship is so fun because there's so many kids my age that all are like believe in God and it's such a good atmosphere to be worshiping in because if everybody's worshiping together it's so much it's like you can just feel the presence of God at camp and when um if you haven't if you haven't gone to camp before it's really fun because there's special events my f favorite special event was Tough Mudder and it's it's pretty hard, but it's really fun. And um, God spoke to me, I think it was Wednesday, and it was in worship, and we were talking about how listening to God can affect your future, too. And God spoke to a couple of my friends from school and I that we can be missionaries to our school because I go to a public school, and a lot of the people in our school, including me, need Jesus. <laughs> and so when, when you hear God, you can use what he's saying to you as impacting your future because he told us that we need to be, um, 
Like, we need to share God's love to the other people by either if it means talking to them about Jesus or just smiling or saying hi or complimenting them somehow. Um, if you think that God is telling you to do something in the future, like school's coming up for us on Wednesday soon, it's coming quick, um, God's telling you to do something, you, you need to, like, he'll sh if he's telling you to do something, he'll show you a way that you can do it. And so you need to keep praying, and he'll end up showing you a way. So that was my testimony, that how I heard from God at camp. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, I was actually asked to speak on why I started doing camp in the first place and what it's meant. Um, I didn't grow up as a Christian. I didn't grow up going to camps. I went because I heard so much about what the Lord had done in the lives of my peers, who were by that point adults through camp, um, through the ministry, and right from the get-go, I, I saw the Lord transforming lives and changing people. Um, as a counselor, I got to be part of that in the lives of kids, but in his goodness, like, he wanted to draw near to the counselors and the staff as well. Um, and so he started doing an incredible work in my life, in part because I wanted to go to camp and I wanted to see what the fun was about. Uh, and so I've been directing with Ben for four years-ish, I think, um, and this year was unique. We started praying in the spring about what it was that we thought the Lord had for the kiddos, and it was pretty clear very, very quickly that he wanted to speak into their purpose, um, and so the theme of camp was created on purpose and for a purpose, and we saw that throughout the entire week. 151 kids, uh, ages 8 to 12, came and what Jocelyn was talking about, that worship, seeing these little stepping in and trusting God, hearing from him, taking time to sit quietly and ask. Um, there was, it was Monday night, he had given me a word for them out of 1 Samuel 3, which is where Samuel hears the Lord calling him, he goes to Eli, Eli tells him to go back to bed a couple times and then goes, wait a minute. Next time you hear that voice, respond by saying, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And so we worked on that on Monday night. The following night, we had a speaker come in who hadn't been there, who then spoke out of 1 Samuel 3. Um, the same story, the same piece. Um, and so being able to tell the kids, like, clearly there's purpose for you being here. He wants to talk to you. He has something to give you. It was It was just an incredible thing to be part of and to see the Lord doing. Most camps are starting to shut down, whereas Camp Judah because of the life, the spirit in it keeps on growing. Kids are moving and, and changing and trusting God for big, big things that I don't know that adults necessarily have the faith to do anymore. So I would encourage you guys. Um, we had four counselors over 40 this year come in, and having that kind of um, more parenting leadership was wonderful. It was so good for the kids. It was so good for everybody involved. Um, so if it's something that you're like, eh, it might be too old, it's not true. You're not too old for camp. You're not too old for the Lord to come and to impact and to, to do things, to speak purpose into your life and to let you know that he created you out of a, a part of him that is full of love and passion with a destiny. Um, and so... Camp is an amazing place to do that, being able to be part of this body and grow in that and be connected with other believers who live into the fullness of what God's created them to be has been an incredible thing. So 
I guess this is more than just a camp testimony. Um, we appreciate the opportunity and the support of the church um, in time and finances in, in sending the kids uh, and in prayer, knowing that the Lord is choosing to speak um, and he chooses to do that with us. Quite incredible. Hello. I'm Daniel. I've gone to camp about 11 times now, which is really awesome. My testimony starts at senior camp. It was just a normal first day of camp, worship. I was praying to God, like, what are you saying to me? I felt something very quiet, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't really think about it. Go to the next day, worship again, that same thing. But I didn't quite know if it was God or just me. So fast forward to about Thursday, we were speaking about being called to do something. And I prayed there and said, okay, God, where to? And he said, junior camp. It's like, oh, crud, I have a job. So I come home, and my mom got contacted by my boss and said if I needed a week off, I could have it. So I was like, oh, wow, jackpot. But I didn't go to contact my boss until a few weeks later. I did. Signed up for camp. It was good. Then going to junior camp, um, it was talked about how we need to listen to God. We can't just sit there, worship, and say, yeah, God is good, but not hear from God. So I decided to join the kids in prayer to listen for God again. I said, all right, you asked me to go to junior camp and help these kids learn about God and hear from him. Where to next? And he said, I want you to go to your school and help your Bible study. So Bible study, I hope is going to be good this year. <laughs> um, it's really great. A lot of kids in my cabin actually heard from God. And I'm really happy about that. So, God's real. He's moving in our kids. He's moving in this church and in this camp. If you haven't gone, you should. Good morning, everyone. If for those of you who don't know me, my name is Chris. Um, I'm 32 years old, known God for a long time, ever since I was a child. But I hearing everybody talking about listening to God, and for I don't know the last 20 some odd years of my life, I never wanted to listen to God. I always felt like I could do everything myself, and then. God kept telling me to get these toxic people and these toxic things out of my life. And I was real low. I was in a very dark place. And I, fin I finally listened to God. Finally listened to his voice one day. And I shed all of the negative people and distractions from my life. And I finally listened to him. And he's blessed me just endlessly and met the love of my life over here. And um, I finally feel like my soul is complete. And I just wanted to be testament to that. God is good. 
Good morning. I didn't have any part of camp this year, but I had a testimony, and it sounds like the theme kind of running through everybody is um, hearing from God, and that's, it was just a word that I had like a month ago in worship, and I sent it to Karen, and she goes, just hang on to that and then share it on September 1st, so here's what God told me on August 11th. Um, I feel the Lord saying we're to become champions of one another, to begin celebrating with each other as we see God's favor coming into people's lives. There are those who are resentful and jealous even when they see God's favor on others. But as we begin setting that aside and become champions of those who are in God's favor, we will see his favor on our own lives as well. So I just had this word and I was sitting on it and I was really praying about it. And um, I think that the Lord has something big happening here. Like, clearly, God is using this fellowship for camp in ways that, like, other, like, Nicole, you said, other camps are closing and numbers are falling, but this is growing, and the Lord is doing something big here, and it starts kind of here in the everyday, in the relationships, and it starts with being able to cheer each other on, and when something bad happens, being able to help each other carry burdens and walking alongside and having fun together, too. Like, I feel like Fun and fellowship is something that, especially when you have young children, just kind of gets lost after a while. But that's where you build your relationships. That's where relationships get strong is when you just have fun together, even if you have to have crazy chaos kids all around you while you do it. And April and I do that all the time. So anyway, amen. <laughs> Good morning. Um, Oh, probably a year ago, well, actually it was a year ago in July, I had surgery because um, I had a cyst and I had to have it removed but ended up being a larger surgery. I know I had a lot of you guys praying and some of you blessed us with food. Thank you. But um, in November, I went back to, um, I actually ended up in the ER because I was really in a lot of pain. And they found in the spot that I'd had surgery another cyst. And they had to watch it. And my doctor that I went to, he's like, well, we need to just watch this because you cannot have surgery here again if we can help it because you have too much scar tissue. It's too dangerous. So praying and um, did another one. It hadn't changed. It was still there. And then here in July, I had to have another ultrasound. I had gotten some prayer. And I got a call oh, a couple weeks ago. Well, that cyst has shown significant resolution, so it's ba it's going away, which is a huge thing. Well, that same week, I had um, I've been having a lot of pain in my shoulder. I had years ago had X-rays and stuff. I said, "Well, you have you have arthritis in two joints." I'm like, okay. So I went. I, they had updated X-rays so they could take a look at it. Went to a new doctor. That doctor looked and he goes, "Well." This joint looks perfectly healthy. Everything's wonderful. You look like you have a touch of arthritis here, but a lot of your pain actually is your shoulder isn't sitting right due to your scoliosis, so we need to have you do exercises and stuff. So I have a x-ray disc at home showing arthritis in a joint that no longer has arthritis. It's really cool. Hello, my name is Robin, for those who don't know me. 
Um, I've been a Christian for most of my life, and ever since 1972, I've been praying for my family members, my mother and my sister, my father who has passed away. But uh, it seemed the more I tried to get them saved, the more they resisted. And I always thought, you know, if you want something to happen, you have to take responsibility and make it happen. And after decades, <laughs> I realized that that's not trusting the Lord. I'm not trusting the Lord for my family's salvation. I guess I want to encourage people. This promise from Acts 16, 31. So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, and you and your household. And I struggled a lot with that verse because I didn't see it happening in my family. But uh, some years ago, I decided I'm just going to stop pushing it. I'm just going to let God do it his way. And um, my daughter, Laura, and I had the opportunity to go visit my mother and sister in Colorado earlier this month. And some friends prayed with me. And I got a really strong impression that something very good was going to happen during our visit there. Um, so Laura and I went, and my sister, who has always been angry at me for some reason, <laughs> um, was very welcoming, which almost that blew me over. And then my mother, uh, she's 89 years old, and she has dementia. She's always resisted the gospel. But we went there to her apartment, and she was, I don't know, she's on pain medication, so she was kind of funny anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, the next day, we went, Laura and I went to Pearl Street, and we were walking down Pearl Street, which is a tourist, touristy place with uh, no cars allowed on the street, lots of shopping. And there was a woman there reading the Bible out loud into a microphone. So Laura and I went right to her and to talk to her, and she said she and her husband were involved in this ministry of going to different cities and reading the Bible. And she said, we also like to pray for people. So I said, would you pray for us, for my mother and my sis sister, for their salvation? We're visiting from New York. She said, oh, yeah, sure. And she put her arms around us, and she was so encouraging, and just prayed for my mother and my sister, and for all to go well for our relationships because they've been hurting. And um, so we thanked her. She gave me a Bible, too, to give to somebody. And uh, I brought it to my mom's apartment. And we were telling her about our, our little touristy visit there. And I said, and there was this woman there reading out loud from the Bible. And my mother said, really? <laughs> I think I remember seeing someone like that some time ago on Pearl Street. Yeah, they were reading out loud. And I was like, wow, I can't believe my mother is saying this. <laughs> um, let's see what happened next. Oh, and then I showed her the Bible that the woman had given me. Her name was Rebecca. And uh, it was small print, so I didn't know, you know, if my mother would be able to read it. So I, I, I hold, I'm holding it in my hand, and my mother says, let me see that. <laughs> and she opens it up, and she starts reading it. 
<laughs> I could not believe it. Uh, no. She starts quoting script, partial scriptures. She couldn't remember them all, and I helped her finish them. And Laura and I were just like, can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so I didn't want to push it anymore, you know, because of years past, she's always resisted me. But so I'm trusting, we are trusting the Lord to bring her around and my sister too after all these years. So if you have family like that that's not saved, I just encourage you to keep trusting the Lord. And uh, that's it. Good morning, everyone. I'm Kathy Bell, for those that don't know me. Um, as, past, as Pastor uh, Chris and Pastor John has always mentioned, you have your ups and downs in life. You can have a good day, but then there's a mountain to climb where hopefully we can, I can get up there. I'm still climbing. Um, I've known... I've known the Lord since I was five years old, but I come from a family that didn't partake in coming to uh, church every Sunday and just being walking with the Lord. Um, but through all those years, until 2010, 2012, I'm sorry. Um, I hadn't been walking with the Lord yet, but he had done so many miraculous things for me throughout my whole life um, whenever I needed help. Please, Lord, please help me. I don't know what else to do. Uh, and then um, when my mom passed away in 2012, she was my rock, and it was really, really hard uh, to do this. And when my mom uh, was gone, I thought, I'm so alone. Who am I going to run to? And then all of a sudden, I, I felt something in my heart, and I did what I had to do. I'm going to try and make a long story short. I did what I had to do. I got on a plane, went to Tennessee, where my other family is, who has been walking with the Lord for many years. Um, that was the first thing. I was there for a week. And when I came back, I had to figure out, okay, what am I going to do now? What church am I going to go to? Um, I walked through these doors. Pastor Chris was welcoming everyone. And when he took my hand, I felt something go up my arm. Amen. And... Ever since then, I have been a member of the church, and I've been baptized, and my life has changed so much. Um, and even then, I've had a lot of ups and downs. 
Um, I always used to physically and and mentally, and I always described it as um, in my mind it was tossed salad. Everything, I, everything was out of order. Um, and then my counselor always said, "Think of your plate. We got to get that plate empty." And I always thought of the plate as a heaving mount of Thanksgiving dinner. We gotta, you know, and so I've been working with the Lord very hard to empty that plate. And then it piles up again. And that's life. That is life. You know, we have our troubles. Uh, the Lord um, has spoken to me many times when um, I've needed him or even when I wanted to do something great. He had a great time too with me. And uh, I don't know where I would be without my Lord. Um, and the last few years has been very, very trying. Um, my my partner Charlie, who um, we had our differences, and it it was at the point where we needed to part ways, and I didn't know. Uh, I always had him here. Uh, when Charlie was diagnosed with um, small cell cancer of the lung, I said, Lord, what do I do? I still love this man. What do I do? Go to him. Go to him. Go and go through this journey with him because I know you still love him. Charlie was in the hospital for a week. And I prayed for a week, and I finally, okay. So I, and so Charlie and I are back together again, and, and I'm, so, I'm so grateful for this. Um, and so we're rebuilding our relationship, uh, and he's learning about, who the Lord is and how powerful he is, how many miraculous things he can do for you. And he is found. He is still alive. He's with us. And I praise the Lord for that life. Um, and the last thing I want to say is the last three years, I have been on a, I've been on a roller coaster, and I, I have had the Lord in my heart praying every single day to please help me. I'm not in the right place. I'm not in the right place. I had people around me whoops, that were very toxic for me, and with my friend Nancy and Sharon, 
and so many elders, they've talked to me and have guided me through the Lord. And it was so difficult. Um, I wanted, I prayed to the Lord. I can't take any more. Please take me home. Bring me home with you. I can't do no more. And he knew, no, I'm not taking you home.